Welcome everybody to the May 2020 Elite International Mastermind hosted by You've Got the Power with all my wonderful affiliates and uh, joint ventures and members. I am connecting from um, beautiful Las Vegas, which all of a sudden has got mountains and a lot of greenery. <laughs> in the background and today is almost 100 degrees Fahrenheit for the Celsius so I am in my business casual while sipping on some iced tea all right so um, it's a brand new month there is a lot happening in the world and that's why we need to unify our beautiful minds and big hearts to be stronger than ever to be more creating than ever and get results for ourselves and even better results for our loved ones. So uh, Mastermind, just for those of you who may be listening, is uh, a very old, productive, very productive tool that has been invented by um, Napoleon Hill. Some of you may be familiar with uh, his famous book, Think and Grow Rich, okay? He became a bestseller. And uh, so he started this, this concept and basically why, and it's been very, very, very successful for a lot of Fortune 100 companies all over the world, entrepreneurs and so on. And why is it so, so, so productive and so, um, so beneficial. Well, in my opinion is because I was reflecting upon that earlier in my walk um, is because during these masterminds, we are not censoring, we are not filtering. Whereas today, especially today in society, in the world with the whole privacy, we are trained to filter, to censor as much as possible in order not to get sued or uh, not have any problem. You know, we, we're, we are trained to be politically correct, PC. Well, guess what? In these masterminds, we, we encourage you to be politically incorrect, to not filter, to go beyond your wildest imagination and don't hold back, okay? Can I have, and of course, it's confidential. It's just among us elite members. Can I have your, um, welcome Mary, your word that you are not going to hold back today? Let me see yes in the chat box. I muted you for now for a moment just to have a good audio. All right. Thank you. Thank you for your agreement. Also, what makes this mastermind so special is um, unifying different cultures and continents. We literally have today, we got three continents. We have had, um, you know, some in Africa is even later and um, South America is in the middle of the day. Asia is still early in the morning. So some of them are going to end up listening to the recording, but that's why they're so, they're so, uh, 
beyond, they have so many potentials and great ideas, great contacts that come out of it because we are unifying different cultures and we want it to be like that, lots of different cultures. So what can you get out of this mastermind? Remember, don't hold back. Think about what we have in common that we can help one another with. Uh, we can get contacts, specific contacts, specific suggestions of uh, uh, new programs, a lot of new, new applications, new softwares out there that can help us be even more productive and really work smart instead of hard. Yes. So, um, so you know how it works. We basically have one person in the hot seat. We call it the hot seater going, being in the middle of this virtual circle, asking provocative, provocative questions to the rest of the group. And then in our answers, again, we don't hold back, we don't filter, we don't censor, and we give it our best, our, all our neurons, all our heart and love. And the more we give, the more it comes back to us tenfold. So, and much more million fold. So uh, are you all clear, clear with the process? Yeah, let me see a yes in the chat box. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> all right. So we will get started. And uh, Don, if you're coming back, I'll let you start with uh, introducing the Financial Freedom Hour uh, while, uh, while people generate their provo provocative questions in the meantime. Are you ready to present? Keep it nice and succinct. And if you have a link, put it in the chat box so everybody can see and go. Okay, so if I'm hearing you correctly, you just want to have a shameless plug. Is that what we're talking about right now? Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, all right. So uh, my name is Don Lehner. I am out of uh, Las Vegas based here, um, but I do a global and international business. I've got a few companies, so I'm also here to not just help uh, support Elena with her, her event that she's going on right now, but to also help all of uh, her raving fans. Uh, so everyone that's on the call today, feel free to utilize me as a resource. I, I have multiple companies. They are based initially in real estate, but I have an event company uh, that does outbound trade missions around the globe. Uh, the outbound trade missions are for educating uh, entrepreneurs, uh, personal and personal growth, as well as investors intercontinentally teaching them how they can buy, create passive income streams, uh, be owners rather than slaves to their, their uh, companies that they've created, uh, and put together you know, quite a bit of opportunity on different levels to help with estate planning, uh, to help put an estate together, understanding what that is, and literally uh, help people put together the legacy that they want to leave their heirs or their foundations, etc. So um, I'm here to help support uh, all of you today. And if Elena needs me to make you any special offer on anything that I provide for our services, I'm happy to do so. Um, definitely no, nothing less than a free consultation um, for sure. <clears throat> and then uh, probably um, helping you get to where you want to be. Uh, your mission is our dream as well, uh, to help you get to that mission. And we want to be here to serve you. So with that, um, 
she mentioned the Financial Freedom Hour, which is uh, is a work group that I do. Uh, we do it three times every month, and it is a uh, currently a live opportunity where people can go to find out how to do real estate made easy. Um, it's usually real estate based. It doesn't mean that it's for just a roof over your head. It's actually how to invest and how to do things intercontinentally and how to put together an entire portfolio uh, for real estate. And we make it. Uh, we basically educate everyone in there with an easy way to understand it. All right. Anything you want me to add to that, Elena? Yeah. Do you have links that you can put oh, on, uh, on here? Sure. You can see everything that I have going on, on the, uh, uh, in the organization. I'll go ahead and put it at www.platinum. Oh, I'm not typing. So here I am. I'm not here to teach you anything about technology because apparently I don't know how to type in a chat box. www.platinum event.com um, and I will have that up in just a minute very good thank you so much thank you so much all right I'll go ahead and post a few things in there that way you can uh, get a hold of me but any event that we have coming up whether it's one of my personal events and or an event that we sponsor or share or endorse that's all on there if you're looking to work with people that could help you with your business we do have an ancillary a partner program where we help cross endorse and promote companies. So whether you're a mom and pop or uh, a solopreneur, an entrepreneur, already have a business of a few people or a business of many, uh, we're here to help promote you intercontinentally around the world. So if you've been about selling more, not just in your neck of the woods and you want a targeted audience that maybe you don't have, we actually have different databases intercontinentally to help you target what you want. You can actually see that on that same site. <laughs> Thank you so much. So in the spirit of giving and sharing what we do best and know best, because the more we help others, the more it comes back to us a million fold and much, much more. I know for sure some of you, Susan for sure is coming up on Saturday. She's got something that you can, it's free and you can all take advantage of and maybe she would like to talk about and uh, one may have something too. Um, and, and maybe Gary. So any, anybody who wants to share some of your um, events you're doing that you are inviting everybody to, you can right now, and then we go into our provocative mastermind questions. Uh, feel free to unmute yourself. Hi there, it's Susan. Hi, Susan. Can you hear me? Yes, we would love to see your beautiful Hi, I'm if you want to show the video. Oh, I vanity. Thy name is woman. I I have no makeup on, and I'm like I jumped right, up no this pressure, all late, no so pressure. I'm hiding. But <laughs> but I did want to let people know about my next uh, train your brain, claim your power Zoom call, which is coming up on Saturday morning at 9 a.m. in the Pacific time zone, and we're going to have uh, Dr. Randall Bell join me that day. Um, He's a sociologist and economist who specializes in disasters. And since this entire COVID scenario qualifies as a disaster, we're gonna be talking about what we can do to thrive in what is, you know, quote unquote, the new economy, since no one knows what it is. Uh, we're gonna be talking about that and how, how we can apply the same principles that I teach in mindset and that sort of thing in order to 
get through it. We've got the power. We will get there. <laughs> That's right. Very good. Thank you, Susan. Would you like to put the registration link in here as well in the chat for everybody to register uh, later? Chat. Yeah, yeah. And uh, okay. just, just put, put the time. Just copy. You can even copy the email you sent out to me. Okay. Okay, great. I will do that. Thank you. Thank my you. own clumsy style. Thank you. <laughs> you got it. All right. Anybody else has got some announcement that would like to share with the world? These, these sessions also get po podcasted. And so um, uh, you may never know where they're going to end up. Free publicity. <laughs> okay. Uh, what about um, Gary, uh, Gillian, Juan, Madelon? Uh, anybody, Michael, an event, um, unmute yourself if, if you- Hey, have. Elena, how are you? Great, and you? Good, good, I, I don't have, good, I'm sorry that I don't have video right now. But um, my name is Juan Rojas and I'm a real estate broker in Miami, Florida. Uh, we don't have the event set up yet, but I, I'll share a little bit with you and then I'll pass it on to Elena as soon as it's ready. And if you guys are, well, are, are would like to join, you know, you're, you're happy to. But basically, we're going to be hold, uh, hosting two separate uh, Zoom uh, meetings, uh, webinars online um, that are basically how to buy a property during COVID-19 and how to sell a property during COVID-19. Whether you do it, um, I mean, I'm obviously in Miami, Florida, but, you know, this is information that will really apply anywhere in the United States and probably all over the world. So anyway, I'll share, I'll make sure to share that with you as soon as it's ready. What are the dates? We don't have it yet, but as soon as they're ready, I'll, uh, I'll make sure to share them with you. Okay. Sounds great. Okay. Exciting. Thank you for doing that. All right. No problem. Thank you. Very good. Very good. Anybody else? Okay. So, and if you do, um, just, um, share when you're ready. So, Let's get ready with some provocative questions. So again, don't censor, don't filter. It can be any, any specific content you may need. So we can, we can all share um, our Rolodex or it can be suggestions for new programs, new knowledge, uh, <clears throat> or even you know, think about what we have in common that we can help one another with. So, um, yes, I have a, yeah, go for a minute. I have a, a question. First, um, I heard Juan there and I would just like to compliment the two of you on the video you made, you know, it was in one of your links about, um, you know, uh, all of the different, uh, mindset techniques to help people with during this time. And I just wanted to, Thank you for the video. I thought it was really great. Oh, you both thank you. Wonderful. Thank you so much, and um, one thing that shot into my mind when you were talking, Dan, Dan, is that Don? I'm sorry. I think it's Don. Yeah. Um, I, with Elena's wonderful support and encouragement, have gotten back into the voiceover business. And oh my gosh, what a great time to have had my home studio set up. And um, it certainly is the kind of business that can, you know, be global. So I thought I would ask you if, since you're kind of a global promoter, 
what you might suggest um, as a way to contact people who need this kind of service all over the world, if you have any suggestions. Okay, repeat the questions one more time so we can all get our um, neurons uh, together. Sure. Um, I have, uh, I do voiceover recordings, have my home studio, so I can do both auditions and remote recordings with a client. And so it's a global business, but I'm really new at um, marketing, you know, what I'm doing. So I would love suggestions of, um, you know, places to, to contact people or where to, where to get the word out, so to speak. <laughs> so you're pitching yourself to offer your voiceover, right? Voiceover services? Yes. Okay. Yes. All, all right. Great. Yeah. And uh, while we get our neurons going, why don't you tell us some of your, of your fav favorite, ty the favorite type of work you would like to attract? Maybe industries, places, type of voice? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so in case anybody doesn't know, a voiceover is any kind of speaking that you're hearing, whether it's in a commercial or an industrial, you know, um, an interview, when you do not see the person speaking. It's, you don't see anybody. All you hear is the voice, and it may be over pictures or, or you know, over a demonstration of some kind. So I can do all of that from commercials to um, just describing, say, how to use a pharmaceutical product. I have an audition for one of those later today. And another really simple, but um, um, certainly a service that's needed occasionally is um, what they call an interactive voice recording IVR, which is, you know, you say, oh, this is, um, this is help you with your money bank. If you know your party's extension, please dial it now. That kind of thing when you, somebody calls you. So uh, sure. is that, is that clear? Yes. And, and, and I'm, I mean, I also <laughs> record children's books or other audio books. So there's really, but mainly what I would be looking for is either commercial work, um, uh, or um, some kind of what we call industrial work. And doesn't Madeline have such a soothing voice, everybody, <laughs> that you will want to hire her, right, for, to, to, to do your voice messages and commercial? Well, I know for sure that one has used one very successfully in the past. Um, but yes, you know, of course, it's, um, it's uh, obviously Madeline has got more of a wise, wise voice. Uh, type of voice and um, soulful. So let's see, maybe Michael has something to offer. Well, I can sound like a little teenager too, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good, nice. Thank you, thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. <laughs> can you do an Italian accent? Oh, I haven't perfected that. I need to listen to you more. <laughs> I was kidding. When dare in front of you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll be cute. You'll be cute. All right. Um, go ahead and unmute yourself, everybody, if you have uh, contacts. Um, and any suggestion for Madelone, and that is a great business to be in, you're right, as, uh, right now, um, if you guys like voice. Um, so unmute yourself, because that way the audience, and then feel free to. All right, I've just unmuted. Um, I've got a few thoughts straight away. So we're, we're going to run in, into a whip around regarding this, yeah? 
everybody will get to sort of put in some questions on the voiceover thing. Yes. I think that um, the problem with the industry, it's a tiny bit like being a musician, which I've done a lot of, is you get your 500 bucks and then two months later, you're wondering where the next one's going to come from. So there, you, you may get a chance to offer someone quite an expensive service on a startup training thing and then say, how about I do it for you at a reasonable price, but an ongoing percentage of sales. So you end up your voice in that packaged video thing that goes on and makes someone else passive income. You end up contracting a percentage of the ongoing money and rather than charging them a fortune to roll it out easy for them up the front. And if you get the right person uh, with great content that is a little cash short, I can relate to that kind of person. Um, they would love it, I think, if you were to help them get all the voicing done and then receive ongoing payment from that project. So that's one factor is how you get paid and if you can somehow keep getting paid from it rather than just, like, because I used to work as a session musician and the danger there is you play the violin on the track and, uh, and you get your money, which is just well, how much can a person that doesn't have work get for two hours of their time? And then... Um, uh, three months later, they're making money off the CD, but you've been paid out for your violin bit. But, and I've done voiceover work before. I did uh, an extended sort of infomercial type thing for a product designed to um, fight fires in Australia, actually. And it was about 12 years ago when I did this. Uh, and I did it for a friend. I didn't charge him money. Uh, it was a big... Um, sort of tender um, proposal thing and they were just putting all their forces together and he knew me. But he's, he basically gave me a glowing reference and said that anyone that wanted anyone would, would, would pick me based on that job that I've done. Uh, so you, once you get a foot in, you can refer them to what you've done and they'll, yes. they don't have to see you anymore. They listen to it and they'll go, that's awesome, we'll get hurt. I love the fact that you can do different voices. Yeah. And I also um, wanted to say, well, I think I said it before, um, yeah, it's, it's, it helps the person to pick you if you've semi-positioned what you think you'd do well at uh, and market it to them. Like, um, I particularly think you, you might sound great in a training video because you've got a nice blend of seriousness and warmth. Um, you, 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 I think you deliver information concisely. Uh, so I think, and, and training videos is the thing now. Everyone, not just does everyone want to do it live, they want to just have these things they can roll out uh, all recorded. So if they get their text together and you do the voice, it's a great, mm -hmm. it's a great fit. So, and I, I totally endorse it. I just, the only concern I've got, and I hope the others can address this because they're probably all more financially uh, qualified to do so, um, is ongoing income. Even if you get yeah. big money for a job, it's, I don't know what else you've got going on. If you want to, if you've built a studio, you want to sort of, it's like having, I mean, I've got a truck and I don't use it much. So you've got a studio, so you want to get that thing rolling twice a week. Absolutely. Awesome. Right. Thank you, Michael. And so Madelon, if you aren't doing that already, you can always, you can target any industry you want. Let's just say Disney, yeah. Disney, if you like Disney. Um, and you can say you can give a free first minute for free. So they, and then the rest they'll pay. So I think they may just go for a first free minute, which won't cost you much, but then they're gonna hear your soothing, oh. compelling voice, and they're gonna want more minutes, and they'll pay for those. 
Well, just to just to add something, Michael, I really appreciated those comments, especially because I had not, especially if it's like non-union off the beaten track, uh, contracting for an ongoing percentage of sales really is a great idea. I really love that. And I definitely have various reels, um, a commercial reel and, uh, and a narration reel, what we call. So um, I am aware of, of being able to present different voices, but I really appreciate um, Appreciate those comments. Thank you so much. It's, it's always a risk if you're working with a startup. If you're working with some project, they need a voice, but they haven't got their money yet. Um, and so yeah. I guess it's like you could do, you could almost get your bread and butter from the one-offs while you risk a couple of ongoing incomes, if that makes yeah. sense. Oh, yeah. Great. Thank you. Very good. Does anybody else have anything to add? Oh, one more thing, but uh, before we move on, um, if you can band up with a couple of male voices, anyone similar than you that you to you that you can befriend on Facebook or whatever, then mm -hmm. you may be able to offer a bigger package to the right customer based on you and one or two other people that you endorse. And I wouldn't go anywhere near women for this. I think you just the only compliment you could ever need would really be a male voice. So the two of you could tag team somebody that wanted that. But uh, you okay. could you could always um, team up with a woman if, if you very, have a good sort of trust and are able to not sort of ultimately pinch each other's jobs as time goes by, because at least they'll poach they'll poach whoever they want. If they meet two of you and they want one of you, that's the sort of thing. Yeah. Also, great idea. Great idea. Great. That's me. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for these great suggestions and for Don sharing here in the chat box. Does anybody have anything to add? If, um, if not, we'll move forward with another question. And I think Madeline got a lot out of this one already. I did. Absolutely. I've got a couple of thoughts. Madeline. Um, it's, uh, it seems to be a fairly broad marketplace there. And one of the challenges with marketing is being trying to market to everyone so an initial thought would be to find a niche that works for you whether that's training whether it's introductions whether it's advertising that type of thing something that you might be passionate about that can give you a foot in the door and then once you have got yourself sorted in that particular marketplace then you can always adjust your marketing to a different uh, vertical market that uh, would allow you to concentrate and, and pinpoint your marketing okay yeah instead of being spread all over yeah yeah marketing to everyone sometimes ends up marketing to no one because it's not specific enough Great. Perfect. Okay. Very good. Very good. Thank you so much, everybody. And I know you've got more burning questions that you want to use all of our IQ, EQ, social Q, <laughs> um, social intelligence to, to, to really brainstorm very innovative solutions. Okay, so one, um, one. Do you want to share out loud? 
Uh, who are you referring to? Employ. Uh, feel free to unmute when you're ready. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I was just curious uh, for everyone in the group. I was curious to know um, how many of you guys are employees or if you are self-employed, right? Because, uh, you know, I think if, you know um, if you're an employee, your mindset tends to be a little bit different compared to, you know, self-employed. So I was just, I was just curious. Yeah, I think... Um, well, it, sometimes it's sem semantic, you know, because uh, if you have an entity, if you have an entity, you can be the employee of your own entity. So this becomes a little bit of a legalities or an accounting question. But I can guarantee that everyone in here is an entrepreneur. Does that answer your question? Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I guess that's that's kind of what I was uh, curious about. Yeah. The reason I ask is. So um, as I said, I'm a, I'm a real estate broker, but, yes. um, but, you know, recently in talking to, you know, different clients of mine, right. Who are in completely different businesses from childcare to owning gyms. Um, uh, one of the sort of common themes that I've found with all of them is that they're all trying to figure out <laughs> how they're going to either stay in business or adapt quickly to the new businesses, you know, the business model. Right. So um, I'll give you an example, like, you know, the, the gym owner of my CrossFit gym, right, which relies on he has a, he's, he literally has a 7000 square foot facility and he has a $7,000 a month monthly rent. And right now he has basically zero members attending. Right. So he needs to figure out how he's going to adjust. So I was giving him some suggestions, possibly to start some online classes, et cetera. So I was curious to know what you guys uh, are seeing in terms of other possible business models, uh, just all across the board, especially during during you know like during this pandemic during the next twelve or eighteen months. Is um is everybody clear with the question? <clears throat> yes. Uh I okay, good. Let's have um, Veronica go first and welcome Veronica and Susan after that. Okay, yeah, I, I'll give you an example of the gym here uh, in London, actually. But don't they have, when you say they have zero member, <clears throat> is, don't they charge the member uh, a membership fee uh, each month already? And then they, is it zero member means they, they all stop paying or, or, or? so yes uh yeah veronica you're you're right so typically there is a member uh, you know a monthly membership however uh as you can imagine at, you know to give an example this crossfit gym for example had about 300 members but mm -hmm. since no one can go to the gym many of their members the majority of the members put their membership on hold right and the owner of the gym, you know, to just naturally, sure, there's some, there's a contract, et cetera, but, but, but they understood that they couldn't really charge for, you know, for the value of the membership if they, if the members couldn't physically go to the gym. So what I was discussing with him is how can you continue to add value to the members if the members can't physically go to the facility? So one of the ideas was online classes, maintaining a, you know, a set routine of classes, except that now they would be online. Uh, and I think for many businesses that rely 
on like a large group of people being in their facility, like gyms, like churches, like restaurants. Uh, I guess I know it's a kind of a broad question, but I wonder what 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 are you guys seeing uh, in your communities as far as some ideas to help some of these uh, some of these business owners. Okay, are you also referring to the government uh, packages or or not one? No, 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 not no, 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 no government packages. Just, no. just how you know how can some of these entrepreneurs, some of these business owners, sure adapt? Great right? question. Okay, okay, very good. Veronica, do you have anything else to can say? I go with that one? I'll go to Susan. Yeah. Okay. Um. Because my like, suggestion, uh, I think you already uh, said. Yeah, sorry, there's a moment of delay, I think. Okay. Um, Veronica, do you have anything else to say? I think online class, like online dance class or online um, Tai Chi class or yoga class, you know, and also probably at this time, reduce the membership fee of, of, of members as, uh, as to hold them, hold their interest. I, I also... Uh, uh, have a gym membership here, but I, I actually I I didn't cancel yet, you know, because it's it's a way also to to support them, you know, because you don't want to see the gym collapsing um, when we are back back out, you know. So so I mean, different people have different idea. Yeah, I I do understand that a lot of people will put their membership on hold. But, you know, if we have something to keep them on is because there's a lot of uh, a dance class or things they can put on the video and that will keep the members uh, interested. Okay. Very good. Thank, Thank you. Veronica. Thank you so much. And um, mm -hmm. you're saying something, Susan? I, I would love to. Uh, the... The online aspect of it is probably the most common thing I've seen, that the companies that do well are the ones who are able to adapt to a way of providing their service. If they can't get them into their doors, getting their product out to them by delivery or online in some way. And so the idea of online classes or workouts where someone could actually be you could film something, you could go to the studio yourself and film the workout that you think would work for somebody at home who doesn't have all the fancy equipment in their home and find a nice uh, simple routine that would help them keep up their, their fitness level while they're home. I think the idea of having reduced rates is always appealing, but if you can afford it, uh, but it's it's, it's, this could be a long, a long period of time while people are allowed to come back to a gym physically. So if you can establish a, a presence of classes that you offer and people can come every Monday morning at 6 a.m. and get their, their fitness thing, um, it would go a lot further than trying to figure out what the mitigation will be once you get back in the gym. Um, we've had I, I work out of Universal Studios, and mitigation is a huge issue there. Uh, people can't be any closer than six feet from one another. In some cases, they're asking for 12 feet. It becomes, how many people can you fit in the gym altogether? So how will you then organize your time, you know, your, your setups for classes once they do come in? So you may find it actually, you can get a larger audience 
of people who can come and join the classes online. Uh, then you can get into the studio or into the gym itself. Precious real estate. Very good. Susan, uh, we can hear a lot of background sounds. Uh, see if you can maybe isolate that mm -hmm. so that we can hear your voice better. But I think, um, I think Juan heard you. Uh, was that helpful, Juan? Yes, yes, that was, uh, that, was, that was very helpful. Thank you. Great question. Very good, very good. Does anybody have anything else uh, to add uh, to this great question? Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I would like to, to add one thing because uh, living in New York City, I have very, very many friends who are dancers or work at gyms or whatever. And I know that a lot of them notice that because YouTube is just filled with classes anyway, people don't necessarily want to, you know, go to specific ones that a gym might, might set up. But one of the things that, that came into my mind was a friend of mine who, does pri who has set up private lessons. And that might be something that gym, people in the gym would be open to at a reduced rate, I guess, because you have to make it appealing in some way. And then it can be a back and forth, one-on-one -on -one kind of training. So um, I just wanted to throw that out there. Thank you, Madeline. I yes, right. So I belong to Business Networking International and uh, we have had three different workouts every day uh, from home and uh, the trainer changes and uh, you can even be a trainer and everybody follows and you just use whatever you have at home. If you don't have weight, you get creative, you get a, a heavy, thick book and then you can, you, you can do stretches, yoga poses, you know, squats, jumping jacks. Uh, burpees, you know, you can do so much from home. Um, and it's fun to, to see your pips also work out from their own environment as well. And that has worked like a charm. Okay, great. Um, very Susan, good. Was Susan going to say some stuff? Oh, I, that was, that's covered, yeah. I, 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 was, I was going to do that, maybe. <laughs> Um, one other thought I had one, um, watching way too much new television news on business um, <laughs> to watch what other people are doing because the first people who are getting out there are going to hit some hiccups as they try to roll out their business environment. And so find out what's working and what's blowing up in their faces. Pay a lot of attention to what other people are doing. Yes, I think that's uh, I think that's that's true. Um, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think this is just a time for everybody to, you know, I think maybe for most of us, uh, if we don't, if we're not in that sort of business that relies on large groups of people coming together, we'll probably be okay. But for some of these uh, these entrepreneurs, um, again, like daycares, like churches, like um, restaurants, like gyms, like karate studios, right? Um, they all usually have rent that's due and they rely on membership, a physical membership, but I think they're, they, they have to figure out a way to transition to some type of online value added services somehow. So, but thank you guys for, for your ideas. Great. And if it's uh, real estate specific, you got, you got uh, Don and um, Jillian here. 
and Jody who can mastermind with you, okay? One, very good, thank you. So, <clears throat> all right, um, I hope you're all learning a little something that you can actually implement right away to, to have a great May for your own micro, micro a global economy for from <laughs> for your own global economy okay each one and every one of you and i'll i'll ask you again at the end uh, what is the one thing that came out of it so far that you want to apply right away and execute so any other question that you want to use everybody's uh, fine minds and big hearts to propel yourself your business and your life overall forward among all of these fine global entrepreneurs, whomever wants to go, unmute yourself. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll slightly add on one thing and move into something new. Sure, sure. I, I joined a Facebook group called Reinvention Society as well. It's very important to um, know that a business is only alive, really, guaranteed for today and tomorrow. We don't know what's going to happen next year. So somewhere or other in the way we look at our business, we've got to understand what our core capacity to deliver is. And then, keep, as Susan says, keep an eye on the surroundings so we can modify how we package it for the new context. If, if I ran a gym, I would be, if I was brought into that gym as a CEO, I'd be saying, okay, what are we going to lose if we don't open up again? You know, and uh, what, what's going to happen with how many staff have we got? Do we want to keep them? Can they do other jobs instead of, of, of um, taking payments and checking people at the door? And how, what are we doing with our trainers? We've got three trainers. They know how to take one-on-ones. Can they do groups? Can they do groups online? So you've got to look at uh, an inventory of, of what the gym can do. But ultimately on that, I just wanted to say, they need to sell that building, man. Everybody's got gym at home now and nobody's got any money really after this, even the wealthy are damaged with income. So it's, it's until it, and, and as, um, as Don says, until it becomes an essential part of their life, basically something to give, something to really give the customers that they need. Now, some people may be sitting at home getting fat with the lockdown, but from what I'm seeing, everybody's exercising more than normal. So I'm not sure. They really got to look very carefully at whether it's time to sell the building. Which you know, you should tell them that Michael in Australia agrees with you. It's time to sell. <laughs> You've got a job now. Um, I, I, on the on the idea of reinvention, I'm hoping that one of the things that come out of this is people could be more genuine. And it was mentioned in the briefing for this session just how we don't need to have the politically careful things quite so much. I mean, obviously full respect to everybody and that's what we can't drop as we open up and get more genuine. And I'm looking for a world where people can, even this political debacle, I mean, I'm having a ball watching uh, American politics at the moment. It's very interesting. Uh, it really, something's here and something else is over here. And without being partisan on it, it's an example in how humans can get shepherded around with information and beliefs and opinions and attitudes so if we, we look, we've got to be thinking and alive inside to work out how does this fit what I believe in and what my values are. So I'm really hoping that um, my future is going to be, I'm always trying to achieve something where I get to be totally genuine. I was a musician. Now I'm a gardener. What I really want to do is see happier people having less hostility towards each other 
as soon as that iceberg of personal politics and opinion and religion comes anywhere near the table. So, and I really think we need to be able to put our stuff on the table and still feel safe uh, in the room. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've got friends that are unfriending people because they like this party or that party and posting vicious attacks, personal vicious attacks, which are nothing to do with really, because it's all distorted. So I just think, uh, how many of you guys think that we're all up for a collective movement towards being a bit more genuine? And I think you know, when a business genuinely delivers what somebody needs and wants, they do become essential. We That's are. It. So what's your question, my friend? Um, how can you guys use this opportunity to become more genuine? in your business in ways that our other businesses might like to hear as well. Ah, you're asking us a question <laughs> to mastermind for ourselves. Okay. That's a great question. We accept the challenge. All right, let's go um, in a round Robin. So everybody can say, uh, okay. Say, say one more time. Uh, how, how can you use this opportunity to become more genuine in your business? Yeah. And, um, and what sort of ways can you immediately sort of feel about that in your business that we all might slightly benefit from? Some insight you've got. Sure. Into doing you, what start, you start as it applies to you, Michael, and your business, and then we go as it applies to our own. All right. Well, I think for me, it comes down to, and I think this is relevant for everybody, even Madeline with that niching of what you've got. It's important not to try to please everybody. And the older I've got, I've, I think I've cracked the code in the last year or two. Some people just don't like me. And the more I accept that they don't like me, the more me I'm able to be with everyone else. Uh, it's an interesting thing. Um, I want to niche market, so I've got a customer that really wants what I can do well for them. Uh, I don't really want the guy around the corner that's tried three other people and needs someone to slash the backyard. That, that, that's just the wrong job for me. I mean, it's all right for me, but I'm not happy on the money. I don't get to do anything special. It's just slashing. And if I want to do something special, uh, I'd better off finding somebody that really wants that. And so for me, my answer is marketing. So I can be more genuine, less guarded, uh, fully into it and in the right place. That's my bit on, on being genuine and, and reaching the right, how it links into our marketing. Because if we're dealing someone, with someone else, we don't have to fake it so much to get along or anything. It's, a, it's an easier process. Beautiful, beautiful. Yes, you don't have to please everybody, just the ones who are happy with, with, with your services and vice versa. Yeah, it's impossible to please everybody. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, okay, let's go in order. Um, Don, how can you be more genuine in your business? All right. So <clears throat> I, I, um, uh, there's postings in there. So for everyone who has spoke or asked for something, Madeline included and Juan as well, you guys have good postings in there, I think, uh, from me that you're welcome to use and capitalize on. So in regards to genuine <clears throat> in business, um, as Michael was saying earlier, and I know he read my uh, post in there in regards to the difference between essential and non-essential, <clears throat> it has everything to do with being genuine, no doubt about it. But I'm going to actually give you guys a few more golden nuggets. It, what it comes down to is if you ever go shopping at any store and when you go to that store you're going to exchange money across the counter for a problem solved and we're not talking about a temporary solution we're not talking about part of the 
the product, you want the full product and you want it permanently solved. So whatever you're going to do in your business, obviously be genuine because you want everyone to know, like, and trust you. But you definitely need to understand that to be essential and survive a crashing market, you have to create what I call a personal economy, a personal economy for your business. And a personal economy comes with you permanently with the keyword and write it down permanently solving a problem. So if I go to 7-Eleven, for instance, and I want to buy a pack of gum and it's $2, I don't want half the pack. I don't want a chewed up pack. I want the exact thing that I wanted completely solved in a full package. If we're delivering at a level 10, and then you survey your customer and client says, was my delivery at a level 10? Take that feedback. And if it wasn't at a level 10, get it to a level 10, because that's helping to make you an essential business. So as far as being uh, more genuine, you know, uh, like Michael, I have people that don't like the way that I say things. I'm pretty much blatantly out forth and honest about it. And some people don't want to hear it that way. If I care enough to say it, I will tell you that. Um, and there's a lot of people in this family or whatnot, uh, they may be enabling pattern and you really need to surround yourself with people that will help you um, <clears throat> stay genuine. Uh, make sure that you are delivering a 100% problem-solved product line that is not built for the global economy, not built for the local economy, not built for your national economy, but the, the personal economy that you create and you make sure that the world knows that that's the essential thing for them. So for instance, how many of you knew that toilet paper was so essential, right? You found out about it really quick, like a week and a half in for sure. It was essential. So are we creating everything that we do and designing it into our business for the uh, for being essential with a problem permanently solved? Because people really, they don't want a problem halfway solved. If you can permanently solve a problem to me and you can live up to that, to that responsibility of that, that's genuine. Very good. Thank you so much. And Madeline, go for it. Here, there we go. Well, what's coming to my mind is, um, especially in my business of performing, the difference between talking and selling and hyping. And um, especially in a one-on-one -on -one situation, it, it, it can be kind of easy to fall into that, you know, oh, let's do this or let, you know, really pushing something or selling something instead of just talking about it, as you've been saying, genuinely and authentically. And the other thing that I think happens as, um, I think it was Michael talking about it, when you look at politics and stuff and how the emotions come into it, it's so important in these situations where somebody doesn't like what you're doing to just be be okay with that and still treat the person not like they're stupid or they don't know what they want which i see so much but that okay they have an opinion maybe there's a way that i could actually shift a little bit to be more accommodating we americans i don't know italians have a reputation also for being very emotional but it just seems like what we're seeing all around us in the politics in the U.S. is just everybody has to say something nasty. And of course, that's starting at the top with the person we have right now, from what I can see, but everybody's joining in and being, um, so it gets very adversarial. And maybe that's genuine, but I don't think it's what we're, we're 
actually after. Yeah. So, so as it anyway. relates to your to your own business, Madeline, how can you how can you improve um, given the circumstances? Um, well, I guess I've I've kind of been um, thinking about this in terms of even even with like a, a commercial read, you know, when um, when when I was first doing voiceovers, you know, twenty years ago or whatever, that narration sound was much more popular. And now, in order to do a commercial, you have to be like the next door neighbor, your best friend, and really get to that place where you're where you're not trying to sell it. And isn't this a great thing? This is just this is really a great thing, just because. Wow, I. I've used it and it's a great thing. So you've said, for me, that's been difficult because I've been kind of presentational. So it's been important to get to that place where I'm a little calmer, I'm a little smaller, you might say, and just a little more maybe intimate, a little more vulnerable. So that has, that has been something I've had to really focus on. Right. And when you're vulnerable, you know, then you have a little bit more compassion about what the other person is feeling, I think, which I think is really important. Good. I agree. I agree. Thank you so much, Madeline. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Keep that up. And um, Jillian, how can, uh, what kind of improvement can you do to your valuable business? Well, I found lately we're doing a lot of, um, I kind of switched to the rental side because it's a little easier than doing homes and doing virtual tours. So when it comes time to meet with the client one-on-one, you know, just be honest. I don't try to fluff anything. And I find lately the clients that I'm meeting, it is more like we're friends. So I try to keep the conversations light, you know, no, yeah, we all going through this together. And, you know, I'm here to put you in quarantine in a nice place, you know, just keep everything. I do whatever it takes. <laughs> it, it's being genuine. It's being genuine. Cause just like they're coming out, I'm coming out too. So having respect and yeah, that, and, and I'm going to keep that up. So. Yes, you're doing great. Very yeah. good. Make sure you all subscribe to um, to Jillian's <laughs> newsletter. Jillian, put 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 your website up down here in the chat. She's got some great ideas, and um, and you can get great ideas for your own. And feel free to refer her some business. She takes great care of everybody in the Big Apple. And Juan, you take great care of everybody in uh, the beautiful Miami. Unmute yourself. Uh, I, yes, I do. <laughs> I take great care of everyone in South Florida, Miami, Fort Lauderdale area. Um, I think, I mean, there's just, you know, there's so much to talk about. Uh, I haven't, I agree with, with you guys at the, the politics and I've, I get the feeling that most people on the, on this call are probably on, on the nicer side of the politics. I get, <laughs> I get that feeling, but I, I think it's, I think it's, I think it also probably comes from our tribe leader. Elena, who happens to be on a part of, of those politics. But what, you know, something that I really think is, is interesting, speaking of politics, is that um, it's amazing to me, at least in the United States, that you know, generally speaking, 50% of the people absolutely are 
are so passionate about one type and the other 50% of people are so passionate about the other type. And, and I guess what I take away from that, which I don't think is right, but what I take away from that is that whatever it is that we're doing, right? So like Madeline's doing voiceover and Michael loves gardening and right, like I may not be as passionate about gardening, but to Michael, it's irrelevant because all Michael needs to find is only those people who love gardening, period, right? So if somebody says, you know, I think gardening is boring, who cares? It's irrelevant, right? All Michael needs to find is, I don't know, a thousand people out of 7 billion on earth who love gardening, right? Or, you know, for Madeline, you know, just those people who 100% legitimately care about voiceover. Like I, you know, I put in the text, I think Madeline, I think you'd be great with a podcast. I don't know exactly what you might talk about, but, but I listen to a lot of podcasts, like as I'm running, right. And, and jogging and exercising. Um, so that's kind of what I've been, you know, focusing on uh, recently. Like recently we did that interview with Elena. I happen to, you know, do real estate, but what I've realized that I love doing um, with clients and people in general is, is talking to them. I'm super curious, you know, talking to people. So what I've been kind of um, leaning into a little bit more is, you know, doing interviews like with Elena and then just, you know, I know that the karma and, and the, the universe will eventually somehow, you know, reward me with some business eventually. Um, and, um, and anyway, so I think it's important that we just focus on what we, what we're good at, what we're passionate about, because I think it's, it would be so much easier. You know, it's, it, it's, it's going to be so less tedious. And, and I think we're going to attract our own tribe, just like Elena attracted all of us magically, miraculously somehow to her. I think we're also going to attract just the right type of clients, the right type of contacts, the right type of people that we need in our, in our tribe. Beautiful. My two cents. You're our male Oprah Winfrey of South Florida. We love it. And even better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hear from um, Mary. You've been quiet. Oh, yeah. They're oh. re representative the middle of the United States. And a uh, nice park you got <laughs> there in the background. Okay, can you hear me? Yes. Um, the the comment that I would make, I guess, about uh, how to uh, generate business or to be more generous, excuse me, genuine with your business right now is to to focus on what makes you happy and providing a service to people to solve a problem for them. But I, I agree, too, that um, the gentleman that made the comment about attracting your tribe, I think you will do that. If you just focus on, again, providing that good service and solving a problem, um, I just am a very strong believer in the law of attraction. I'm actually a certified coach. Um, and I just, I believe in the power of your thoughts. And rather than focusing on the negative of our current situation, I choose to focus on how we can use this opportunity to um, turn it around and how can it make it stronger and how can we create a better world and how can we provide a better service to our clients and customers. So that's basically, I guess, what I have to say. 
Very nice. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And uh, You're welcome. To follow, to follow Mary, she always has something empowering to say on, on her social media. Great. Uh, thank you. Thank you. And so make sure you apply that, continue apply that to, to your, to your um, new business. Okay, Miss okay, Mary? Okay, will do. So will do. Good job. And Susan, representing Hollywood. There we go. Yes, Hollywood is out of work. <laughs> Almost everyone is out of work. And so they're not working on their business at all unless they're doing, unless they're a performer who's very interesting to see. Uh, for me, it gave me an opportunity to really focus on the things that are at, uh, from my heart. So by being very genuine and taking the time to do the new program. I had just started it in January when I did the call with you guys and then have been doing a monthly call since then. And of course, then we went into um, staying at home. And so all these, all the work I'm doing now is related to this crisis and how people are going to get through it. And what I find wonderful is that I feel really good. I have, I feel no threat. I feel that we, we don't have to sink into negativity and depression. And that's what I want to communicate to people. That's the genuine part of me that I would want to you know, make sure people understood that they can take control of their thoughts. They can work it around and find out where the opportunities lie. I, is it is some phrase that crisis is opportunity? And that if you can find that opportunity and build it, then then you won't suffer during what's what's going on. You have to be careful for people who really are suffering, those who've lost loved ones or who are terribly challenged financially need support at this time. Uh, but but what my real focus on is is positivity and keeping good good hopeful thoughts moving for people. So that's how I stay genuine. I I, I find it difficult to. Be that genuine when I'm in Hollywood, <laughs> because if the battle there is very, very strident, and all you can hope to do is is be a peacemaker and prevent catastrophe and arguments and that sort of thing. But I'm I'm out of that right now, so it's a great opportunity. Very good, darling. And don't you all feel more positive just after listening to Susan? It's working. <laughs> Thank you, Susan. And let's hear from Veronica, who's representing the UK, Europe, and a little bit of China, too. <laughs> and Asia, go for it. Asia, yes. How are, you yeah. how are you going to uh, make your business even more uh, viable, genuine, in any way you want to describe it, especially right now, because this is the opportunity. This is the half the glass half full. It is now. I think I think we have have to be more transparent and more fair and to to each other, especially the people we're working with, the business partner, uh, so that you know everything is more open and uh, answer all the questions. And if there's anything they they want to know, that that is no no hiding, you know. No, everybody can know 
what it is and they can know the numbers as well so that they're all happy with uh, their share because they're putting effort in and they want everybody everyone thing is agree beforehand and and so they make everybody happy and everybody wants to move forward at the same time so it's not to leave somebody out you know but it's just to include uh, people together to make it a, a really good team to work together Absolutely. so what i'm saying is transparency and fairness Great. This is your chance to gather your own tribe. I call it team, whatever you want to call it. Okay. And use one another's contacts. Make sure you're all connected on social media and on our private Facebook group. And uh, I'll put it on here again one more time so that you can really utilize everybody's resources and share a wealth of resources. Fantastic. And I think, um, thank you, Veronica. I think Jody hasn't gone yet. <laughs> no, I haven't. It sounds like I'm getting feedback from Don. We're both in the same room. Okay, right we now. can hear you. Don't worry. I muted him. Okay. Well, for me, I haven't done my personal business. I am working with Don right now. So the best thing to do is to. I figure, Phil, is to be true to oneself, be supportive of others, and like Don was saying, be a permanent solver. So if they've got something, work on being a solver for them. That way they know if something else happens to come up, they'll know who to come back to. So that way they will remember you. So be a permanent solver in whatever you're working in. And just being genuine and being supportive to whomever you're working with is great with me. That's what I am working on here with working with Don since I'm not working on my own business right now with a lot of personal items that personal things that I am going through right now. So work in here with Don as his marketing coordinator is my number one priority right now. So I want to positive, like everybody else, and be supportive of the group and help be a permanent solver in whatever issues that are coming up. Beautiful. That's pretty much what I've got, Elena. All right, good. You can do it. You've, you've, yes, you've gone through much bigger adversity in life. So this is uh, a piece of cake in comparison. Can't hear. Okay. Thank you, Jody. And... Um, Let's see. So um, some people had to hop off, um, but um, I think um, even if we went over time, I, I, I got a lot of value. So is, um, and you basically, you basically already answered the question that I wanted to ask all of you, which is what are you taking away from this call that you are able to apply, implement, execute right away? And you all said it as it applies to your great economy to your own great economy business career and life so um if anybody else has anything to share any comment just to wrap it up with nice strong and positive please unmute yourself and it can also be a comment for the next um mastermind if uh, you want a specific topic or co-hosted or uh, do anything with we are always open to any suggestion from from you
so I'm going to mention, um, if you can see behind me, there's an event going on uh, tomorrow that my Platinum event is sponsoring. Uh, it's tomorrow, I think it's at six o'clock, right, Jody? That tomorrow for the professionals. It's tomorrow. It's, I think it's six. So if you go to Platinum, yeah, it's Pacific. If you go to Platinum, and I know that's a little tough for you guys that are around the globe, but um, if you go to PlatinumEvent.com, uh, and it's event, not plural, and uh, you'll go to that homepage, you're going to see a calendar for upcoming events. There's one tomorrow. They've reduced the price by 75%. Uh, you could go on for a month a or a monthly membership, a six-month membership, or a year membership, and you can get for a year three months free, for uh, six months uh, one month free. And if you go month to month, you're just paying ten bucks. But they're having um, an event uh, topic for the professionals, which will be tomorrow at six, and they're they're going over online marketing and all the things that you could do. Uh, so that's um, a co-associate. Uh, has been an affiliate ambassador uh, with the Platinum Event Company, and you can uh, um, also do the same thing that they're doing. Actually, you can kind of see that behind me right here. They are a co-branded sponsor, and uh, I'm actually watching right now their sales coming in through this website for that. So this is something that you might want to go and see, learn about. It's a way to get ideas of how to online market your business, your product, your service, your widget, your solution, your permanent solution, and uh, if you will. And it's a way to get co-branding. It gets in a, a database that you may not be in right now. Um, of course, there's a revenue share uh, that happens there, but um, what will happen is uh, the site, actually, if you go to the Winner's Circle uh, page on there and you go to the affiliate area, it'll show you how to calculate and price your product so that way you still make enough money for the IRS, <laughs> you make enough money for um, you know, your growth, and you could also make money for your own pocket. And it'll get you assigned an ambassador to help promote your product. So a little bit of a joint venture program comes out of that. Uh, and I do know that this, uh, this uh, program that's up behind me, the, the professionals, that's not my program. It's just somebody who put their product on my Platinum Event site and they are doing an event tomorrow. So I'm inviting you guys all to go check it out. Um, and, uh, and again, check it out, not just for learning some online marketing, but check it out and see how this thing is working for him. This is his first launch. He's only advertised on my site one time. And I'm looking at his sales revenue starting to come through our system right now from a campaign that just got emailed out to my database. And uh, the database went to Realtors only. And it's, uh, uh, so it went out to 8,350 Realtors that he never met. And so he's getting sales out of a database he hadn't had. So if you want to go there, go check it out. Ten bucks, right, on the very low uh, for you to check out something there. Learn a lot. Take all the notes you can. And if you're like, Don, how do I do something like this? Uh, uh, just because you're all part of Elena's group and that tribe here, um, you'll definitely, you could talk with me and I'll be happy to help stimulate some great ideas for you. Thank you so much. Don, and then, of course, to sign up for your affiliate uh, so they can JV with you, it's uh, that it has no cost, right? They There's no, well, right. there, there could be a cost. So I have, if you go to uh, uh, platinumevent.com and then go to the winner's circle page, you'll either be able to be an ambassador where you sell my product line and get paid for that. If, um, of course, I would love to have a lot of uh, uh, help there. That also is a win-win, but you get paid for helping sell what I sell. 
And then if you want to become an affiliate where I help you sell what you want to sell, there is a program for that. It goes from bronze all the way up to platinum plus. Uh, when we travel around the world, in fact, I'll put that up on the screen real quick. When we travel around the world to other locations uh, like, let's say, Dubai or somewhere like that, we literally take your product on a pallet and produce it or introduce it into another country. So we do that a lot with our builders on the real estate side. Uh, so we do all things real estate, but uh, we are doing um, the same thing for, and this is the ERP 360. So I'll try to get out of the way for that. So ERP360.com, that stands for International Real Property Innovations, 360 degrees around the world. They also have a winner circle concept as well. And it's great for realtors. So for instance, Juan, I haven't talked to you about this uh, yet, but when we do an ERP360 Expo in Miami, we would affiliate with someone like you to be our joint venture partner to where we teach you how to host a trade mission. You'll be doing it with our log and our ledger and we send you out someone to make you look good and then we bring you about 300 people on a tour and then we all go to an expo together, but we learn how to buy in the Miami area. And of course, guess what? You get some business out of that, obviously. And uh, we do that. But anyway, everything that I have built, I built for a giver's gain mentality. Uh, no one uh, is gonna be part of our program that we don't want to add to your success on. So just a gentle invitation for you, genuine invitation, if you will feel free to visit platinumevent.com. It's not the perfect site, but it is a site that's already making people that are affiliates money. So that's a, that's a plus. And uh, ERP360 is if you wanna learn um, a little about the real estate industry, you can go there. If you are in real estate at all and you have either a product or a realtor and you sell it, you're welcome to get involved with that. And then also, um, if you are looking just to build your own portfolio and you want to create that legacy, uh, that's where you would talk or reach out to me directly. I did put my email in the chat earlier. Uh, feel free to get a copy of that chat uh, while you can and uh, figure out what fit is best for you. I'm here to help all of, uh, all of you, especially on behalf of Elena. She's been so amazing to uh, not just me in my life, but some of my customers, my clients, our affiliates. And I'm sure she's doing a phenomenal job with you as well. Her heart is in the, the best place for you and we all want your success. So these are how can we help you be successful models. Uh, please feel free and give all the feedback you want. If it needs to do something differently, we'll actually entertain that. Thank you so much, Don. So in light of that, my friends, have the best month of your 2020 so far. And we will follow up again um, with an even stronger more powerful, more resourceful mastermind in June. We keep building upon it, uh, take actions, reach out for anything you need, and uh, let's give it our best, okay? All right, I'll unmute you all so you can say bye. And then you get the recording. So. <laughs> there you go. This was a wonderful session. And thank you. Fabulous. Right back Fabulous. At you. Thank you, everybody. It's nice to see you all today. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Stay Bye. safe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See you. Mm.